Hello, everybody. This is Lila Ray. And this is Lauren Kay. And this is Snacks, Snuggles, and Cinema. And we're back. Yeah, and we're back. Like we said, we would be. So, and uh, we're just going to keep banging it out for June. And we didn't take a couple of days break between this. No, No. we've been sitting here and we're just drinking coffee and doing the second episode. Right. (laughs) Um, So, yes, we we realize it's late in June, but we, again, we are just going to bang this out for you this whole last week for it. That was not necessary. Uh, um, (laughs) I know we left off, and I'm pretty sure I didn't tell you what my favorite one was. Was. Um, did you keep it so, secret that whole episode? That was I a really, pretty long episode, too. I'm pretty sure I did. Oh, and so, if I did, then you already know. But if I didn't, then my favorite is Beauty and the Beast. Oh, uh, so good. Um, I will say that I love both. Oh, yeah. Um, but the animated does hold true and dear to my heart. Now, I will say one thing real quick. The live version, when I watch the animated, there's a song missing. Yes, there is. And I'm like... <laughs> The animation is so good. Yes. And it does still have that piece of, of my heart from, you know, that, that kid nostalgia. But now seeing the live action and rewatching the animated, I'm like, oh, but that would be so good in yeah. this. I mean, so. I think that's something that's happened as they've been doing these live actions. Oh, my gosh. The thought- ability to add a little more... Um, I, I don't look, I've heard very different, very, very differing things about... A lot of the live action, I will say. I think the if only- you haven't taken the jump Sorry. to seeing Beauty and the Beast because you've watched some others and be like, really, take the leap of Beauty and the Beast. Yes, I was going to say the only good one, in my opinion, and what it, the fuck is my opinion matter but the only good one in my opinion in my opinion is the beauty and the beast every other live action i've seen i've been very underwhelmed so i liked aladdin i felt i like haven't seen the live action they also aladdin. had us add a song that i know you will go crazy okay um but for me it moves a little fast Oh, like I like it was like, oh, we're already to this part. Like, you know, replaying mm. the animated in my mind when mm-hmm. I watched it. And I was like, oh, I mean, it was fine, but it, it feels a little fast. Mm-hmm. But I, for me, again, with live actions that have come out, uh, with the exception of seeing Little Mermaid, because I haven't gotten to that yet. Oh, we oh my gosh. My little one. She saw the preview on Disney Plus. Yeah. Just a little trailer. And yeah. Oh, she's so, so crazy. Um. But for me, with what I have seen, and, and again, if you've seen some others, you're like, oh, I'm not touching, go touch go Beauty touch Beast. It is, it is so beautifully good. done. Oh yes, my God, it is the mesmerizing. The song that's added just elevates it that much more. Oh. But I wouldn't say for me, because I, I was born in 88, so yeah. I mean, the no. animation is what I had. Yes, I was oh, born in 89. I was born in 88. <laughs> <laughs> she's trying to do the math. I'm just going to keep going. Um, yeah, no, so the I mean, animated yeah, of course is she's right, but like I've always okay. Um, <laughs> so with the animation of that's what I grew up with, and even yes. into my adulthood, that nostalgia. It, yeah, it's, it is that touch of nostalgia. So, um, but it, it's beautiful, and I think part of why like she loves her so much, and I love my favorite is both these women. Um, cause I'm not sure what I mean, but Jasmine is the only one who's actually a princess throughout the entire movie. Right. Um, yeah. But both these women, you know, like Jasmine has to have a husband. By law. Yes. By law. Which is She's bonkers. not looking for then just any husband though. Right. You know, she does she want wants love. love. She wants companionship. And with Belle, 
she's not looking for a anything. <laughs> she just wants adventure. She just wants out of her day to day. Mm-hmm. Oh, here's my life again, you know. And yeah. everybody gets that way. We all know as adults, we all get in our ruts, and we all go. Is there something else? Like, can we do a little more? Yes. Um, you know, my family created family night or Friday nights for that reason. Yeah, get us out you of know, that rut. Get us out of that rut, and okay, this couple of people go out and do their thing, and this group of people go and do their thing, and it's a really nice break from sitting at home every night yes doing dinner and maybe we're watching some shows we like but you know it just it helps to break that up once a week knowing okay we're gonna go do something different and it helps that mom our mom is always like oh this new place just opened or oh this this store is gonna open or like mom's always kind of on i don't know if she's on the lookout she just like gets the alerts and she's like hey when this opens me and you friday night you know or she found that little pool hall yeah it's got really good drinks for really 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 inexpensive i was was a cheap date and i was drinking 1800 silver uh, tequila right and I was still considered I, a cheap date for my mom. I yeah. So, um, but again, adult life can just and so she just wants out. Wants, she just wants out of the monotony and the oh, here's my life. Okay, and you got to remember, um, Beauty and the Beast is set in 17th century France. So I mean, they have not that much to do as it is, and then you stay in that little town with same people that you know and the same and you're ideas most likely not gonna and, live to be a hundred like yeah. nowadays right you know like that's kind of what i feel like we all strive for is as long as we get to 100 as long as we get to 100 we'll be okay right um but you didn't have that in the yeah. 1700s i mean maybe a couple people obviously a yeah. couple people had to have because yeah lineages and legacies and everything but not very many people live to be and i and since she wasn't royalty and since she wasn't you yeah. know a, a daughter to a doctor or yeah. a lawyer well i don't even know if they had lawyers but they probably didn't but a daughter to a doctor or somebody who made significant amount of money that's not her norm and yeah. so her life expectancy was probably 40 years maybe a hope. Yeah. you know like so you got to think yeah they might be portraying her at eight I think she was one of the oldest at 19. I'm almost positive. Um, but again, I just, I think that's some of why we, we love both of them because again, you know, Jasmine wasn't looking for marriage. She had to. And Belle, again, she's not looking for even a relationship. No. She just, she wants to be free and, and an adventure. And um, I think that kind of helped us understand that you don't have to have you know a guy and then that prince charming and if it comes along i think that was both of them you know it just came along for them you know yes jasmine had to sneak out of the palace for her to find it but it, you know she wasn't looking for aladdin when everything happens throughout the story of beauty and the beast and spoiler alert yes she does end up with him but it was she didn't seek it out she didn't know he existed and decide i'm going to calm the beast and become you know his wife she no was, she was terrified and went to go save her dad so and again we'll we'll run through the movie about that but it, it just again for me i think that was a sign you know as we understood the movies that oh you can go and find 
or you can kind of let things happen and let it find you and that be okay and you can have a sufficient life without yeah that's what i'm looking for you know so um you know but i that again that's my take that's how i feel and that's why i love it if you guys have seen it beauty and beast and you're kind of going oh yeah let us know um but i'm gonna do my thing run through with our stuff so um it was released november 22nd 1991 yes i did say 91 so wait a second what does that mean it's 32 years it's gonna be 32 years old yeah wow yeah i don't know why that is with like movies and music but like that sounds so much longer than you think. than me being 30 like me yeah. being 30 is like i'm 30 like that's not a big deal like i, I still feel pretty young right but then to hear something <laughs> came out yeah. 30 years ago i'm like whoa that sounds like a really long time i don't like that right. i don't like it um, the runtime for this is one hour 24 minutes it's quick. I mean, um, and we've got a main cast, and we're gonna do a couple few RIPs to oh, a few people absolutely. in this. If you don't know, so Paige O'Hara, uh, Robbie Benson, Richard White, Jesse Corti, and then our first is Jerry Orbach. Mm. Um, then we have David Ogden Snyers, who's another, and Angela Lansbury, who is another, um, and then we have Bradley Pierce, Joanne Worley, and then Rex Everhart. Um, I'm really upset about An- Angela Lansbury. I'm sorry. Well, I just, I didn't know until when we started the podcast. Yeah. Until we started today. I didn't know. So I'm like, oh, oh I can't Yeah, I, know. I was like, back there, when I was, you know, kind of writing them down, I was like, yeah, I knew, of course, about Jerry and about David. And then it was like, and then Angela kind of hit me. I was like, oh, yeah, and her too. And she's but, just so good. Like, I know it's just her voice in this, but, like, if you haven't seen Angela Lansbury yeah. and other things, please look her up. And honestly, almost anything, literally anything she's in is probably worth at least a watch, at, at least once. Yeah. Um, and so we got directors for this, since I'm just a director. Um, it's Gary Trousdale and Kirk Wise. And does Kirk Wise, Kirk Wise do... I feel like I see his name on a lot of Disney stuff. Potentially. It's just possible. But, I mean, I... I be honest i didn't deep dive the directors i just <laughs> you're like i just wrote down the names Lila, shut yeah. up. <laughs> and then um we were i was really surprised by this and i know she when i let her know i was surprised by this it was distributed actually by the buena vista yeah. pictures yeah and then we started talking about that and, yeah and we realized you know in some of the older ones even before beauty and the beast like oh yeah we see that pop up buena vista um 101 dalmatians i'm pretty sure bambi bambi um, definitely some old Older ones, so I, I don't. All the I, old animal ones, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Um, yeah, I and so I mean, I'm sure there's more, and I don't know if they did anything else or if they do anything else now because I'm pretty sure it is just Disney. I now. feel like Disney made all their money and bought up Hollywood. So <laughs> that is her take on it. So um, prove me wrong. But where to watch? You can watch it on Sling TV and of course Disney Plus. And then this was interesting because uh, I like it. <laughs> it was like it. I you know I, I I'm the one that kind of looks that stuff up and it's fine. But a lot of times it's like three ninety nine or we've had a couple that I know have actually been a little higher than that. But this one is three eighty nine on YouTube, and I told her that just feels icky. It doesn't feel right. Make it ninety nine. I don't understand why you had to put the eight there. Was it a typo? Did somebody have a hangover Monday? What the hell? Make it ninety nine. I don't like it. It gives right. me the ick. Um, Google Play, movies and TV, Amazon Prime Video, and then for three ninety nine, 
yeah. it is red box. And when she said um, that, I was like, oh, a normal number. <laughs> and so if I am wrong, or if there was a typo, and you do go to any of these, I said that oh, I'm sure was it was listed it. as three eighty nine, and it is three ninety nine. I'm sorry if it's ten cents more. Don't come at me, please. <laughs> so. And then and you don't have the ten cents. You probably shouldn't be renting a movie. <laughs> um, and then for our snacks, we did the French baguette, Munster and brie, which are cheeses oh, and chocolate. Um, and again, we'll explain those choices a little later. Um, if you don't know, Beauty and the Beast, the animated one, is set in uh, the 1700s in France. Um, so the opening is it's a very beautiful nature opening. I mean, it's just gorgeous. Oh, it is and I so think beautiful. Something we lose track of, um, especially like you know, from late 90s and before, is these are hand-animated. Oh, my God, which makes them even more... So, nothing against the computerized now, and those, I mean... Oh, they're gorgeous, We were just watching Frozen 2 oh. with with um, her daughter this morning, and, I mean, it's Blown that's gorgeous. Away. I mean, you know, the computer work is, of course, gorgeous, but there's something about noticing and realizing... And every second yeah. is drawn out. Yeah. Like, could you actually imagine getting to see those sketchbooks? Right. That would be so, for me, yeah. that would just be so cool, like, to go through hours and hours of just like, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my God, it all comes to life. Like, yeah. I just think they're, because I can't draw anything. Like, I, I can't draw <laughs> yeah. a straight line with a ruler, as mom says. Yeah. Like, I, 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 in my head... I have gorgeous clothes ideas. I have great material ideas. I, I've got great up in my brain creativity, but bringing it to paper, yeah. you know, there's a disconnection. The wires are not crossed. They are not, they're not triggering. No, they don't talk to each other. They are on bad top, bad terms. So, so, so for somebody to draw the opening sequence of the flowers and the waterfall yeah. and then the, the castle. Yeah. And just you really got to take that all in because yeah. that's that's talent. Yeah. So and and as she did mention that you come to a castle. Oh, I I'm sorry. No, it's okay. No, it's <laughs> I okay. You already said castle. No, it's okay. Um, and there's a narrator, and essentially it's a very cold night. You've got this old, very I would say haggard-looking beggar woman. Um, and she's knocked on the door for shelter, and she's offered this rose as almost payment, and, you know, the prince that's come to the door kind of pretty much laughs at her, and no, you're not coming in, and she tries to warn him before he essentially doesn't offer again that not all is as it seems, and asks again, and he again turns her away. This is when she, of course, becomes an enchantress. Oh, she's so and it's like, you're all, you know, as adults, you're like, you, you should have listened. Just yeah. letting you know. Yeah. But if someone says it's not all what it seems, it usually honestly means somebody has a good heart, yeah. from what I've yeah. noticed. So she's obviously, he has no love, no sympathy, empathy, very all about himself. He's so vain. Yeah. He's so vain. You're so vain. So. Now they think this song is about you. Oh. You're so vain. Song tangent, sorry. Sorry. But anyways. <laughs> um, Don't come after us. And, um, so she casts this terrible spell on the whole castle. Anybody mm. living there. Um, and him worst of all she turns him into a beast 
And you learn, though, that that rose, she does leave behind, and it's truly enchanted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he has, until this last petal falls on this rose, to have somebody love him as he is. Right. Essentially, is, you know, the gist of it, you know. And, you know, I don't know where this castle is, mm-hmm. but it seems very hidden, so... I mean, nobody comes. I mean, the narrator talks about how it's been years, and he just kind of withdraws and becomes, of course, very depressed and very closed in and very lonely. Um, Now, but I just realized, though, if the prince is only 21, because that's what what it said. The prince is 21, and Belle is 19 or 20, is what I got from... Yeah, like I said, I knew she was one Um, of the actual... Older, yeah, which is not that being 30, looking back, I'm like, that was not, I was still a fetus. <laughs> I did not know, whoo, I didn't know a lot. Okay, right. um, <laughs> but, um, my point was so if he's 21, then he was cursed at like 11 because, See, because in the song, sorry, we're not there yet, but yes, in the song, Be Our Guest. They say, Lumiere says nobody's been in the castle for 10 years. Yes, but if you think of the ending, and especially Chip, he's still, still a little child. Bo- aren't they, I don't uh, think they truly age. age. So he could have just been stuck for yeah. 10 years, but being still yes. 2021. 20, yeah, okay. I think that's what it's supposed to be. Okay. Yeah. All right. So. She gave you a little bit away there, guys. Sorry. Sorry. Spoiler. <laughs> if you haven't seen it. Um, and so I know it was about how he was yeah, d- depressed and withdrawn. And, and it kind of just finishes with who could ever love a beast is, is what he had placed himself because he's so in vain. his mind. Because he's so vain in it. I don't know if it's just so vain. I think it's, again, we don't know how long when the narrator leaves, how long it's been as far as time. But... You know, if it's already been six, seven years as the narrator's leaving, and you've never even been stumbled upon, yeah. I mean, right. the worry is how how is anybody even going to find me? Yeah, you know, to yeah, because when me. the when the spell is cast, I mean, it's the whole it is the whole castle, but I feel like it's also like the perimeter, yeah, a, yeah, around and yeah. If this castle is secluded, nobody's talked about it or known about it for. 10 years like yeah. it says yeah like you're not gonna know about it unless you just Somehow stumble upon it. upon it so we break away from that and again that kind of sad you know who could ever love a beast um and this is where of course we meet Belle and this is when it pretty much goes right into song provincial town and I have seen memes about this and <laughs> the, it's always about how be- Belle's mean as she sings her song and stuff and you know i of course listened to the song and i but as we were rewatching the movie i was like why is she mean she's for the most part pointing out people's jobs and what they do and okay yes she's bored of the town but she's not being mean to people she's no. not well there's that damn baker again you know like yeah, she's like there's the baker and there's this person there's that person so i just I, if you think she's mean i guess she's mean but if you watch this again and you go wait a second especially as throughout the song the rest of the people are oh she's so weird and she's, she's kind of crazy girl. she's a funny girl 
you know, it's like, so wait, she's the mean one in the song? Yeah, make that make sense but to me. There, there's a small break in the song, and she goes to the library, oh, and it's so she's apparently read a book through a whole day, and, and so he has nothing new, and he lets her take a book that's like her favorite book, and um, which, you know, for that time... He, like, the librarian being, like, the only one who's like, yeah, go ahead, read. That's great. You love this book? Take it with you. Like, yes. It's like, he's the only one that sees it as okay and normal. Yeah. It's like, and, and almost, like, in- and he's encouraging. Maybe, maybe because he is a librarian, but still. It's maybe, just, and maybe because he was a librarian and he's read books and he's <laughs> like, you know what? Women are smarter than we give them credit for in the 1700s. Yeah. Even now, but really back then, like. So, and so again, it, it breaks up back to song. And now we are introduced to Gaston. Oh uh, my god, wow. Um, and the very first thing we learn about him, honestly, if you really watch it, is how vain he is. Uh, yeah. Um, he is truly more about himself than anybody, but he feels Belle is the best in the little town. Because she's the most beautiful. And because she's the most beautiful, so he has to have her, because she has to want him. Because, because he's, he's the most handsome. He's the well, most beautiful. that's what um, he thinks. And it's just, I mean, Gaston throughout the movie is just cringe Ech. for me. Ech. But even just that first meeting is like, really? Um, yeah, looking back now, I'm like, I'm really glad I really never had a crush on yeah. Gaston. Yeah. Like, I really realized I, I early again, in life. Yeah, I think, again, that's more probably our mom and, and honestly, even our dad uh, being like, no, you can do better. Trust me. Don't fall for that crap. Yeah. Um, but this song kind of finishes up, you know, when he does catch up with Belle, and he's uh, into and about, you know, why is she reading, and you shouldn't read, and you get women. you thinking, and it's like, yes, by the way, reading, depending on what you're reading, will get you to think and expand your mind and Hopefully. see things differently, depending, again, on what you read, yeah. so... But yes, just his thought of because she was reading, she was going to think, and God forbid, God forbid, a woman she think. thinks about something other than a man. Apparently, is what I feel like. That's exactly what he's yes. getting to, because he says he she needs to focus on more important things like him. I was yeah. like, why? Ick. Yeah. And and again, if if they read, then they'll get ideas and think. And she's like, yeah, right. yeah, we will, and that's okay. And I'll be able to stand up for myself, and I'll be able to be like, hmm, no, don't want that. But that's why he was like, what if you know I'm a bad guy? And, and, you know, like I said, Gaston, of course, is, oh, she has to want to marry me, and I want to marry her. She could care less about him. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's kind of dumber than a rock. Uh, Again, obviously very misogynistic, very, you are less than me. Mm -hmm. And she's like, no. Egotistical. Yeah big ego and um this is where you do learn her father is an inventor though and i love her dad i know he's because he's, he's so another we yes i mean you don't see unfortunately i wish there was more bell's dad maurice yeah. yes but what you do get to oh, he's so sweet he's so, so and sweet. so and he's an inventor and then of course something's gone wrong with what he's inventing and she kind of runs to help him and you know she's talking about her life and again the town and her knowing that they see her differently and and you know and 
you know, do you think I'm odd? And I love her father because he's, you know, he's under his contraption trying to fix things with these funny glasses. And yeah. my daughter, odd? Like, yeah, it, just, it, it doesn't even occur to him. Mind. He's like, no, you're beautiful. You're smart. You're, you're like... I mean, I I'm don't, proud of you. I don't. He doesn't say that, but there's just I think right, in his mind, can, he's just like, why my would daughter? you? Odd? What? And so you can tell that he values the fact that she's reading, and that he, um, you know, that that that's something he wants for her. So, um, but yeah, she helps fix his contraption, it works, and he's gonna go off to this fair, and hoping that this wins first prize. That's mm -hmm. just... Oh, no. So, to get to the fair, he takes his horse, Philippe, and they're, of course, heading out, and they've obviously gotten very lost in the woods, and they try to come upon, you know, a, a post for signs of where to go, and it's obviously very worn out, very hard to tell where... But Philippe sees the safe path. And he's like, that's probably safe. You know, the horse is going, that's probably safe. For some reason, no. Maurice thinks, let me turn to the overgrown, very dark. Yeah, and I really want this ominous path. Like, this, sure. is, this is the best way. Like, safety. But I wonder danger. if that, I wonder if that. Does it show a sign or just so, the arrows? No, they're they're supposed to. You can tell they're supposed to be like names, like potential town names or something. So but I they're really if that was worn. supposed to be the way to where he was going, or because it was so back in the day. Yeah, he thought that was maybe a shortcut, or he because he was running behind. Yeah, he does mention that. Yeah, so I'm wondering if he maybe because it doesn't say. But my only speculation is that he thought it was a a shortcut. Yeah. So they're, you know, they're taking this once again very dark path, and all of a sudden these wolves surround them. And it's snowing. It's not snowing. It's just these. these I thought were, no, it's not snowing, but there's snow. Maybe like yeah. it goes from the town being summertime and beautiful, and then it goes into yeah, maybe it being like. I don't remember if there's snow or not, but cold. I do know that the wolves start to surround them. Uh -huh. And so he's got Philippe running, trying to get away, obviously. And all of a sudden, there that path just ends. And Also, is they, Philippe supposed to be a Clydesdale? I believe so, yes. Okay. Great. Yeah, he's, he's a, a draft huge. horse or a Clydesdale, yes, because he is. He's. I, I believe he would have been a, a working horse. Well, again, we're talking you 17. You know more about horses than I <laughs> then I realize or give you credit for. Oh. Because you went to uh, camp. I went, I went to camp for a few years, yeah. And um, it was a good, I mean, I remember getting to go, like, the last day was, like, family day, and, like, I got to have free rides, mm -hmm. and I got to feed the horses, and I got yeah. to groom them, brush them out. Yeah. I didn't touch the poop. I was not doing that at, yeah, like, nine well, years old. <laughs> um, but, yeah, yeah, they almost run off this cliff, and, and luckily he saves them, but with the wolves and everything, Philippe is like, I'm out. I'm done. Mm -hmm. So now these wolves are after Maurice, and he's trying to get away. And this is how he stumbles upon the castle. The and you know, he goes in, and he's it's raining at this point. I know that much. It's raining, so now he's cold. He's wet. He's kind of just ran for his life. And Lumiere and Cogsworth, this is how we're introduced to them. Mm -hmm. Lumiere being a candlestick, Cogsworth being a clock. 
Um, and that they're fighting about whether he should even be in and should he stay and, you know, and Lumiere is this very, you take care of guests. Like, mm-hmm. he is a guest. I don't care what master things, like, no, you take care of him. You can see he's cold and wet and he's hungry. If Lumiere was a person in the States nowadays, <laughs> it'd be a good old grandma in Mississippi. <laughs> right. You know, like, come on in, baby. Let's take care of you. You need warmed up. You need iced tea. What do you need? Like, yeah. I mean, sure. Lumiere does not have that accent at all. If you're no. <laughs> but, like, I was just realizing, I was like, if you put him in the States nowadays, I feel like he'd be very hospitable, very, almost like a bed and breakfast kind of possibly person like yeah what do you need what do you need what do you need so but then cogsworth is so, so about well, he's, serving so I, the beast exactly he's all about the master yes and i mean look there are people who that that is what it is it's like that's what they've known their whole life is you serve them and i don't want to be chewed out by them i mean they know his mood they know his mm-hmm. temperament which is not oh, very much, obviously. His fuse uh, is about a millimeter yeah. long. And, and I know, so Cogsworth is, he's very worried of how the, the master, the master, the beast will react. Um, so Marie's the master's goes, chair. Not the master's <laughs> chair. Um, Marie's though is trying to figure out where these noises are coming oh, from. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Because he doesn't see anybody. No, he, but I, there's light from Lumiere being uh, a lit up. Yeah. But, yeah. And so he kind of, Oh my god, these, you know, these are talking inanimate objects, okay, and it's so funny because it's just this... He, like, studies them for a second. Yeah, and it, but there's not this fear, there's not this, oh, well, forget this, uh-huh. I've got to get out. There's just this, well, it's, this is different, like, how is this being done? Very, like, I feel like it's a very, like, scientific mind. Yeah. Like, how does this work, and why does it work that way? And it's yeah. not this fear at all, it's, I want to get down to the bottom of this. Because yeah. he's an inventor himself, so I feel like he's like, how wow. do they do this? This is amazing. Yeah. And then, you know. So Lumiere, again, being the hospitable one, brings him in. And then she already said about Cogsworth, he does. He sits him in the master's chair and Cogsworth's like, no, 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 no. And, I mean, there's, I think for Cogsworth, there's like, look, there's a couch and there's another chair. Any chair but the master's but chair. The master's chair. <laughs> um, but this is also where we get introduced to Mrs. Potts and Chip. Um, and uh, they offer him tea, and again, just by the fire, trying to get him warm. And I think that's why Lumiere put him in the master's chair, because it's the chair directly in front of the fireplace. Yeah. But then, this is where the beast comes in. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Cogsworth is right. Yes. He he was unimpressed. Very (laughs) mad he was there. (laughs) Wanting to know why he was there. And and Maurice is. Maurice is just trying to explain that, like, I... Well, actually, Lumiere first tries to explain, and then Maurice tried to kind of save himself. It's like, I was lost, and it was raining, and I got cold, and there were, I don't know if he even just the wolves, but we know there were wolves after, but, like, he just needed somewhere to stay. Like, the beginning of the story, uh, yes. you know? And it's like, <laughs> and he doesn't want to hear it for, you know, it. it I guess this off. would have been a second chance to redeem himself. But he locks him up like, nope, you're in my home. You've entered without being, you know, invited. No, nope. Locks him up. And we go back to, you know, the morning time now. And Gaston is going to go propose to Belle. And not only is he going to propose to Belle, but knowing she's going to say yes, has everybody ready there for For the the ceremony ceremony as well. Who is that prepared? 
yeah. that quickly. I, I want, well, you know, I, we've heard of it. I do know it has happened. I am, I, but it does happen that, you know, people, they just automatically know that's their person. And so they do go married the night they get together. But it's very rare. It really, it's, it's very rare. If you're one of those couples that have stayed together after, like, a very short amount of time and everybody was like, what the fuck are you doing? Let us know how that's going. Yeah. Because I'm very, I'm very interested in those relationships yeah. for some reason. Like, I see those pop up and I'm like, how did you know? <laughs> right. Like, I mean, I, I guess, never mind. I can't really talk. I mean, you know, I, I, I've. But we didn't get married. Right. We, I mean, I truly, there's a lot for me of, for me with my husband, it was love at first sight. Mm-hmm. I did have to wait until he was ready for that, essentially. Um, he had a couple of other relationships and we were very young when we met. Like, this yeah. is not, oh, I was 23 and he was no. 25 and I had, no, we were in high yeah. school. Yeah. But yeah, it's not like, oh, I'm done with high school. I knew I wanted to be with him. No, we got to know each other a little as actual adults. Friends too. And, and stuff before. Not like best friends, but they were, they were friends. They were definitely so, in that same circle. Anyway, it's just, it's very weird that once again, he's, he's just like, automatic, like, like She's going to say yes. She's going to say yes. We're going to get married and we're going to yeah. start making babies is basically what it sounds like. Yeah. So he's, he's gone to the door and Belle's like, oh God, not anybody, but Gaston. I mean, she's, <laughs> again, she doesn't, she, she doesn't, doesn't want to be with him. And she, no, she wants to be by herself is right. how I feel. And he, again, he proposes and he's trying to sell her on being married to him. You know, we'll have a fresh kill on the the stove and we'll have six or seven children around us. And she's just like, no, I don't think so. Nope, nope, nope. But in trying not to completely, I guess, hurt his feelings, her way of kind of getting rid of him is like, I'm not good enough for you. And she kind of just lets him fall out, the, fall door. out the door pretty much i love but, that he you falls know in the mud and yeah he falls in the mud and and he he is not happy that she's essentially turned him down yep. and he she will be my wife and yeah like, you and know, it's you so can, gross and controlling yeah and narcissist narcissistic yeah. of him to just be like no you are going to marry me it's like well, you know if you would work on you <laughs> yeah and become a better person yeah you know if you would realize your mistakes and realize okay i'm you know i am an narcissist i do have an ego blah blah, blah. if you started to realize those things and came to her as a proper gentleman I don't know. And changed everything about... I'm talking literally, though, changing everything about him, which I don't think anybody could do. Yeah. So, but, you know, in an alternate universe. Right. I, I mean, I, even then, she... I Belle really just wants to be by herself with her dad, helping him invent things, reading her books. And, yeah, she does want adventure out there in the great... Quite somewhere. <laughs> I was like, what are the words? Um, so she does want adventure, but she feels like she does get that from her books. Yeah. I think, so, that, I think that's her best way to escape, but I, I think she wants again. But she does, she does want, want to go out. out and actually have And her he own. says, you know, let's get married and stay. Yeah. And, just, and make babies and, and just like, and live in this little town. And she's just like, that's the last thing. I, and if you knew anything about me, you would know that's the last, last thing I want. Yeah. And uh, she does go into this little song, but I love how it starts because it's yes. Madame Gaston 
Can't you just see it? Madame Gaston, his, his perfect little, wife, and she goes, ah! It's yes. my favorite part, because once again, as we've explained, that's just not what she wants. And I feel like it's a human. Yeah. You know, Disney, I, I love Disney. I will always love Disney. I'll always be a Disney kid. But Disney does put a little bit of too much magic sometimes. Yeah. And too much. Like, they're pretty and perfect. And, like, I get I get it. Yeah. It's a cartoon and everything. But to have that, just that little, uh, it is. It's so human. It's just like, oh, Belle's more of a real person. Yeah. So, again, she goes into a little more of a song and, and stuff and, again, kind of expresses the adventure life. And um, But Philippe comes back, obviously realizing, wait, where's father? Mm-hmm. Um, so, I've never understood. It's fine. Again, Disney magic. But somehow Philippe knew where the castle was. So That's right, because he didn't go to the castle. He, didn't he ran off. He had taken off. But it doesn't matter. Philippe takes... Belle to the castle where Maurice is. I have a feeling and, that they were pretty close to the castle. Yeah. And this is where, you know, Lumiere sees a girl. It's and, a girl. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, she's got to be the one to break the spell and all that. And Chip tells Mrs. Potts about Belle, which she replies, don't be making up stories. Right. <laughs> you know? No, really, I saw her. <laughs> yeah. Which, you know, if you have a little kid, yeah. you know sometimes they're just making up stories. Yeah. But so, I, I'm pretty sure the feather doctor who comes in and confirms it. But Yes, that is a good um, one. But Lumiere can obviously tell that Belle's trying to find her father, calling for her father. So Lumiere puts himself in a place where she can use him. And direct, I think, the best way to go look for him. And so she finds him. He's cold. He's, he's got a cough. I would say he's getting... <laughs> he's got She's a cough. very concerned. She's looking for a way to um, get him out. Mm-hmm. And that's when the beast appears yet again. And he won't... Could you imagine... Sorry, real quick. Could you imagine being Belle in a cold, dark dungeon trying to get your sickly older father <laughs> out of this cell yeah and then all of a sudden there's this seven foot eight foot yeah hairy gnarly teeth yeah horns on the head horns on the head deep voice mm-hmm. yeah I-, I would have peed my pants probably most likely uh, holy crap um, I screamed but he is he's I'm, I'm keeping him you know he broke the rules by coming into the house essentially yeah and this is where bell offers a trade and beast is so taken aback about her essentially saving her father but he agrees to it and it's a very quick he lets the father out puts bell in the cell has him sent back to his village so there's no goodbye between father daughter there's you know and and how she's met him is just like oh well this is gonna be great (laughs) you know um but this is where Lemire kind of gets in Beast's ear of, you might want her to stay not in the dungeon. It is a girl. like Yeah. So she kind of mows it around, obviously, and does actually offer her a proper room. Mm-hmm. And um, he talks about... She's going over her notes, guys. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I, I got a little ahead of myself. Um, So, yeah, he offers the room and he's talking to her briefly as they're walking to the room and she's you know very upset very mm-hmm. again she didn't even, even get to say, say bye um but he does express that the castle is her home except for the west, west wing. wing 
Now, again, she is an avid reader. She is a naturally curious person. So, yes. of course, that automatically sends bells in her head. I bet you can see it on her face, too. Well, and she asks, what's in the West Wing? And he just, it's forbidden. Like, mm-hmm. you, you just, that is not a place not for you. There. Yeah. And so, he, though... Although, my thing is, if you wouldn't even mention the West Wing, would she have even known about the West Wing? I don't know that she would have known about the West Wing. What's worrisome is that she... Would have have. gotten curious about where she was. And with him offering the castle as her home. Yeah. Yes. And of course, we understand by putting it there, it makes it even more of a want to go see. Yeah. But there's also this, I can't not tell her about the West Wing because then she'll just go into it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I get it. But also, yes. Anyways. Um. And he gets her to the door, and he pretty much demands that she'll come to dinner with him. Yeah. And close the door. And so we're off, and now we're back to Gaston. Uh, and he's sulking, and he's so upset. Oh, my God. And, like, you he know, has any ner- Like, he has any... Ugh. Sorry, I don't even have words. I'm just so... Yeah. Ugh. And then, you know, um... LeFou, who we haven't really talked about, is kind of like his little sidekick, essentially. I do uh, love LeFou. <laughs> you know, I hate him, but I love him. Trying to boost his spirits. They, he sings a song all about Gaston. Oh, you know? Because, you know, he needs the huge ego yeah. stroked at least ten times a day. Yeah, and so the song ends, though, and Maurice bursts in, and he's trying to get people to go help save, save Belle and tell, and tell them about the castle and the beast. Of course, they think he's off his Looney Tunes. And this well, they already is, think that way about him because he's an inventor and yeah. because he is smart. And I just feel like this town is very just. Well, I, I, sadly, I think for them, it's just they're they, they've they're just uh, stuck in their ways and yeah. they don't know how to think outside the box. Their little town and right. here, yeah, here's a smart inventor guy making crazy inventions, sometimes making scenes, essentially, even though it's on his own property, you know, making noises and stuff with explosions. Yeah. And then you're letting your daughter parade around reading and having ideas, and it's like, it's shaking up the town, and and they don't know how to perceive it because it's not their life and their norm. So, (laughs) again, I get it. I'm a curious cat, cat, and no matter how dumb I might think I am, or other people might perceive me. I'm a curious cat, and if I heard about an eight foot beast, yeah, like, I'd yeah, be like, where, where, "Where are we going? How, yeah. how long does it take to get there? Do I need water? Do I need snacks?" Right. So <laughs> with them again, yeah, already they think he's thinking crazy. he's crazy, but now, now a, a new step. Yeah, this is where LeFou and Gaston come up with a plan. Now we don't learn about that for a little bit, but they have that plan. And essentially, it's to force Belle to marry him. Mm-hmm. It's, he feels it's his best way to trap Belle. Which, um, yeah, let me marry you because you trapped me into it. That sounds like a great idea. So healthy. Um, so we fade back to Mrs. Potts, and she's brought her tea and trying to calm her down. And Belle, you know, realizing she, she's given up everything and, and stuff. And... um. This is where you also learn that the armoire, again, is a living thing. Oh, yeah. So the wardrobe. Yeah. And uh, she's like, again, the beast has demanded that she come to dinner. 
So she's like, well, here's an outfit for tonight. And Belle's like, I'm not going, I'm not going to dinner. dinner. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. And this is kind of... Now you've seen Lumiere, and then he's just, this is great. This is going to be done and over with, and we're going to get to yeah. have the spell broken in one night. And it's like, yeah, that, as much as I love that hope and that, that, uh, that's not how it works. <laughs> no, I know I talk about how essentially for me it was love at first sight, but again, I had to wait for him to be in that same place, in that same place, or at least, or at least seeing to, me in a different light yeah. to potentially have those same feelings right and a lot of relationships work that way there's there's time usually some foundation put down and you build on it or you see that there's not and you move on and so Mm -hmm. Lumiere just thinking oh well this is just gonna be done is like no that's not how it works yeah like we got so (laughs) we got engaged at two and a half years yeah oh so Florian I Everything else started pretty quickly, but we, we like, calmed yeah, down, we a little bit down a little bit, because yeah. we were like, whoa, wait a second. <laughs> yeah. All right, so, gosh, I gotta do the math now. That's crazy. I think you guys got so engaged within two years. years. You've been married 13 years? You've been married 13 years. Oh, my gosh. And on your guys' anniversary, which just happened, happened you guys got yeah. talk about the... Yeah. Well, we can go into that later. We're, we're okay. talking about the movie. Yeah, that's um, Yeah, we, we went on tangent. Sorry, guys. Our ADHD is really bad today. Yeah, we are trying to calm it down. Um, so, again, it's just this unrealistic that it, that it'll all be over oh, right, one right, 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 right. Um, and then Lumiere and Mrs. Potts are trying to give Beast advice on how to behave <laughs> during dinner. And Because yeah. um, his anger is his temper. Yes. His, you must a, control your, your temper. temper. <laughs> <laughs> Both of them are, like, the very big thing. Um, but this is when Cogsworth comes and lets Beast know that she won't be coming to dinner. And he loses it. I mean, again, we, we've talked about Gosh. it already. And they just said, control <laughs> your temper. I'm not kidding. Ten seconds? Maybe. Not even. Yeah. And he, I mean, he flies up to her door and bangs on the door and I told you to come to dinner. No, no, no. And both Lumiere and Miss Spots again are like, you need to calm down. So he does. He tries to be more reasonable. And it's this... I would like you to come to dinner. And she refuses again. And he's just like, you know, there's this little back and forth and she she does not give in. And he finds like, then go ahead and starve. You don't get to eat until you come and eat with me. So, you know, he yeah. walks away. Again, his temper getting him the best of him. And, you know, it's, and it is, it's kind of sad because he goes and uh, he does have a way to look at the world. There was also left a magical mirror. I did mm-hmm. forget to mention that back back. Um, but he does look in on her and, and she's, I don't want to get to know him. I don't want to have anything to do with him. And it's very sad because, it is, yeah. you know, we still live in a world of first impressions. And I understand the first impression he gave, but to I think it, it further deepens his impression and his, yeah, nobody's going to love a beast. And it's like, well, if you control your anger... <laughs> Like if you weren't but an I, asshole on top of being a beast, maybe. But, you know, that that's something he's going to hopefully learn. Um, but, yeah, I, I think it's just another small chink in that 
Mm-hmm. Nobody's ever going to love a beast, you know? And it, and it, for like I said, for me, it is kind of sad to see that. Mm-hmm. But from her perspective, I totally understand. Why would I want to know him? Yeah. He threw my father in here for almost no reason. He He's frightening. He's, he's huge. He's frightening. He threw my father in here for no reason. I came to save my father. And we didn't even get to say goodbye. You just threw me in here. And okay, you've offered me a room. Thanks so much. You've forbidden me from a certain part of the castle, though. Mm-hmm. You've demanded... I eat with you. I eat with you. And now you're going to let me starve unless I eat... Like, I totally understand all of that. But it's still, again, for me, just a touch heartbreaking of I never want to get to know him. Um, yeah. it, she's But the old. armor does say... He's not that bad once you get to know know him. him. But that's when she, I don't want to get to know him. That's what I mean. It's like, yes, the armor is trying to, no, he's a really good, but she, again. Why would I want to get to know him? Yeah. Yeah, I get it. But it's obviously a little later now and she has come out of the room. Again, I think she's slightly curious about the the castle itself, but she is hungry because she didn't go eat with the bees. And, um,. Cogsworth, of course, being more for the master than the guest, is like, she's not supposed to eat unless it's with the master. And Lumiere, of course, again, being more than about the guest, are like, shut up, pretty much. Yeah. And they go into their song, Be Our Guest. and oh, so good. If it's you a really great one. Uh-huh. And, and this is, I know she talked about it way early, but this is where you learn that it's been 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and... So, I mean, they've been very, very lonely with nothing mm-hmm. to do but serve the beast. And I think that's why Lumiere latches on to other able human to con- <laughs> connection, mm-hmm. other human just, oh, you're so another else, face. <laughs> yeah, somebody to talk to that he hasn't talked to in, you know, anybody else. Could you imagine, here. like, that, walking around as a clock and you know, like, six people yeah. that are all other inanimate objects. Like, you can't do normal yeah. human yeah. things like you can't i feel like you almost can't think like a human yeah it's, that's so crazy anyway it's ma- it's disney it's magic um yes the guest mentions it, it's been 10 years since anybody's stayed or been in the castle yeah um but this is of course now woken up bell and she's really wanting to explore the um castle um, and she kind of talks Cosworth into it because Cosworth, again, is trying to like, no, let's go back to bed. You know, you created quite a ruckus yeah. already, you know, so he is, he's very much a, no, let's get you off to bed. But she kind of is she like, knew what to say to get, him. but he like, oh, well, yeah, I, cause she talks about, you must know the castle and you must, and it, again, that, I know everything about exactly. the castle. So again, and for somebody to ask about the castle. Uh, you know, for 10 years, it's yeah. like kind of getting to give a tour all over again, which yeah. I'm sure is exciting to both of them. Yep. And this is where I think in kind of getting a little sloppy because he's trying to show everything that he knows, he does accidentally kind of wind up around the I West Wing. keeps them talking enough that they don't realize how far they've gone. That's what I mean. And that's okay. what I was trying to say. Okay. I think in his own ego of knowing everything, oh, he kind of... Right. Okay, I got you. Okay, like, yeah. oh, shoot, we're we on the West Wing. We differently, but we got to the same point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, again, they, they've st- stumbled upon the West Wing, and she's like, oh, that's what... And he's like, no, no, no. 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 <laughs> nope, can't go there. We just don't go there. 
And he tries to continue the tour because they mentioned the library. And yes. again, and that does they don't really, something in her. Exactly. And, and she tries to go along with it, but she's too, she's too curious about it. Yeah. That devil so, on her shoulder, man, that curiosity cat in her is just like, Oh, I gotta know what's yeah. over there. So she wanders off and up yeah. into the West Wing. And this is where you see a destroyed room. And I talked earlier on about leaving a small part of the human mm-hmm. in him and it being his eyes. You do see a picture that's pretty well torn up, but pretty much like half the face and those eyes yes. are there. Very distinctive and, blue. Yeah. So, you know, so she sees that again. This is it's just destroyed. But that rose... Because it's always kind of funny because I mean because it's enchanted it makes sense but it's it also just lets off this glow yeah so that light obviously has her and she sees it and she's never seen anything like that of course right. and her dad's an inventor so and I'm sure her brain is like how did they do this so she lifts the, the glass, glass covering, covering. Oh. and we as the audience know oh my god you can't touch that but yeah, she, she's, she's she's like how does this work why is this glowing I don't know. If he knew that she'd be curious about it or if it's just where he spends his time. I mean, I know he'd obviously gone there to see the mirror. I don't know because that was apparently most likely his room. Yeah. So I don't know if that's sadly where he keeps himself, even though it's destroyed. But Beast is there. He saves the rose and but he gets... Don't touch that! And this is like, you know, before this, his anger has been unwarranted. But in this moment, I totally understand his anger because it's really fear yeah as much as he doesn't think the spell will be broken i think there's that sense of maybe i do have a chance and if you destroy that rose i have no chance no chance yeah and it's not always felt i feel at least in this one but i think there is enough caring of lumiere hogsworth this is hot i think so that he knows again if this is destroyed it's not just me it's that just me. it's it's everybody here and so and i think that's why he keeps his sliver of hope yeah for everybody else i don't know if he really in the beginning is hoping for himself yeah but i i do believe he's hoping for everybody else so um, because i also wonder if he knew once that rose was done doing its thing if the entrance enchantress was going to come back and he could I don't know, try to be like, listen, you can keep me the beast, but please let yeah. my people not. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. We, I mean, obviously the, the story never goes yeah, into, that, doesn't go but into that, but speculations. Like exactly. Yeah. Oh, do you want me to save my fake question for the end? Sure. Okay. So, <laughs> um, again, though, he covers that rose up and he, oh, yeah. he kind of explodes and it's like, look, Dr. Mimi and Belle, but this one you deserve. Okay. Like, I told you to stay away. <laughs> You tried to touch something very delicate and precious to him. Well, um... He could have explained that more, but, you know, it, it, he yeah. told you to stay away. Yeah. Stay out of there. So, you know, he, he, she obviously is now scared. She decides, forget it. I don't care. Yeah. I'm not locked in the dungeon. I kind of have a small bit of freedom to get the hell out of here. Yeah. I'm out. Of course, the mirror and Cogsworth are like, no! Hard right. chance! <laughs> um... <laughs> Um, but as she's leaving, those damn wolves, and I think, because wolves, again, are an animal that, unless you trigger them, them, provoke them, trigger them, 
they're generally going to leave you alone. Mm -hmm. So I always do wonder if they were also kind of trapped in the forest when the spell happened. Oh. And Sally, it makes them more aggressive. Again, a different temperament than what they would normally be. Because I just don't understand why these wolves are after her otherwise. Yeah. And it's my way to make it logical because, like I said, in real human life, again, unless you provoke, trigger them, they're going to leave you alone. Mm -hmm. So, but anyways, this pack of wolves is now chasing her. Um, and she's trying her best to, to fend them off. And out of nowhere, here comes Beast. And mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know if he's had to do with these wolves before. I don't know if he was looking out of the castle and realized, oh crap, I gotta go save her. If he was gonna try to find her, because again, knowing that this is probably our one chance. Right. I have no idea what provokes him to go and, and get her, essentially, but he's come out of nowhere, taking down this pack of wolves. They leave, but he's battered. I mean, he has actually, essentially had a fight with. Yeah. It's a Six. pack. It's a pack. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I think it's like six or, literally six or eight. Like, yeah. it's, it's a. So he's. Yeah out of yeah. it and Belle does she has a small part of her that again is thinking I, I can go but seeing that he's hurt I think realizing he just saved my life she does go to him gets him back to the castle you know cleaning the wounds and uh, for me <laughs> okay good we can both laugh <laughs> I feel like he's such a big baby because she, <laughs> she really is she's just trying to clean them up like I don't even know if they would have had ointment or you know peroxide alcohol that we have now to clean i don't know if that was around i don't know so it's very evident that it's just like this hot water she's very gently trying to dab at he is throwing this throwing it. Fit. But <gasps> that hurts yeah well it wouldn't hurt so much if you just sit still right. it's not those aren't the exact words this, but like there's yeah. that and they have this small banter about why she left and stuff and essentially the last thing she does tell him is like you need to control your temper yeah which is what he's been told. And I don't know how long he's been told that, but especially since we've met them, that is the biggest... That is the constant, yes. like, character flaw. Um, but she does come around to thinking... And I also wonder if they tell talk about his temper, because I don't think he... I don't think he had that temper mm -hmm. when he was the prince. I don't know. I, the, definitely, I think he had that vanity. I think he had that arrogance. ego, the arrogance. I think he, you know, I'm a hot, rich man. You know, I think he had that. But I don't know if he was actually an angry, yeah. rawr at everybody type of person. So mm -hmm. I don't know if they're telling him, like, control your anger because they remember who he was or how he was before yeah. he was the beast. Again, something to speculate on. Right. Um, but again, she, she thanks him for saving her life. And um, there just kind of seems to be finally some tension gone. No. A little bit, well, yeah. I mean, that, look, there's no love yet. But, <laughs> but again, just kind of this, okay, you saved my life. I saved your life. Yeah. Things are a bit calmer. I think kind of coming around to the idea of, you know, her having a room and, and not being stuck in a dungeon and, you know... But this is where we learn Gaston's plan. And doesn't Philippe run off? No. No, remember, he kind of gets trapped up in the tree. Oh, that's right. Because that's of the right. trains. But no, that's how she saves bees, because she places them on that's right. that's, Philippe yeah, and take yeah, them back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which is why he has to be a Clydesdale or a draft horse, because... He has to be. 
strong. He's, and he's, how he's drawn in, like, the bottom of his yeah. legs are very, like, a Clyde still, I would yeah. say. Yeah. But I'm just saying that the strength that he has oh, yeah, and the weight he's too. able to yeah. Yeah, take he's on. A, he's got to be a big horse. Yeah. So, um, but again, this is where we learn of Gaston's plan. Oh, so he Slimey. has called out an asylum director, and he's paying the asylum director to put Maurice in this asylum unless Belle agrees to marry him. What kills me about this scene is that the asylum guy knows that Maurice isn't crazy. Well, he knows he's not a danger. That's what he says. He's not a danger to anybody. Kind of, I think, in his mind, but himself, because of the inventions he does, not even because... He's, he's crazy. worried something else. Um, but he goes along with it. I mean, he is getting paid, he, but he is... He... It, it does worry me. What do you do for your patients? Because... Yeah. Like, are there patients... to swindle? Yeah. Are there patients in there that shouldn't be because a family member goes, no, I can't handle them. Like, you and know... Really, it's just ADHD <laughs> and they didn't know what that was and they didn't have Ritalin or, or Adderall back then. Right. <laughs> um... So, Maurice is off to save Belle all by himself, and then we kind of come back to the castle, and Bill, Beast is realizing his feelings for Belle. Like, he's, you know, again, the harshness has kind of left. I, again, that tense, the tension that was there between them has lifted, obviously, and he wants to do something for her, and, you I know... I love that, too. I want to do something for her. Yes. I feel like that was the line where it was like, you're starting to come around yeah. to and somebody else's happiness doesn't have to be yeah. yours. This is probably my favorite scene. Yes. Um, well, no. Mine is... We'll get I there. know. <laughs> but he decides to gift her the library. <gasps> and it's a library. Yeah. <laughs> And he makes it a big surprise too. You know, he's like, close your eyes, close. yeah, cover your eyes. yeah, leading her and bringing her in, and you know, is kind of like, okay, open your eyes, and it is. It's just this. It's a beautiful place to begin with. Oh yeah. But then I mean, it's just, it's just filled with books, and it's just it's so beautiful. And and the fact that you know, he doesn't. I don't think he was there when she mentioned the books. I'm sure there's something Cogsworth told him, but to realize and remember that sparked her interest. That mm-hmm. had her almost not break the forbidden yeah. rule. And so he gifting that to her. And it's just, it's a beautiful scene. And, and then another beautiful thing about that scene is his joy yeah. on his face on when she, when he unveils it to her and yeah. he sees her face full of joy and then he's full of joy because she's full of joy. <laughs> yeah. It's so beautiful. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And so then it kind of goes into the song. There's something there that wasn't there before. Yes. And, and there's a little, little montage. Yeah, montage. And there's a scene in there, though, of them trying to eat together. Yeah. And this is where you learn, you know, Beast has not had proper manners. And he hasn't had to. I mean, again, he's been locked away in this tower, but... Like, just kind of eating, and so then he tries to properly, and that's really awkward for him. His hands are obviously way too big, and so the compromise on how to eat so that he can do it more, not like a beast, but <laughs> she can he can be comfortable. I just, I always, I love that little the bit. The tipping you know? of the bowls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just, I kind it's of cute. always love that. And Belle's starting to realize, oh, I care for him more than I thought, you right. know? And, and, um... And that's why, you know, 
something there that wasn't there before, and it's like, oh yeah, maybe maybe this is okay, you know. Maybe he's not a frightening, yeah, just bad, bad angry shit, guy, crazy, you know, just go off the handle at a, anything, yeah. you know. Oh, he can control his temper. Oh, because in that montage, you get do get to see different scenarios where possibly he could have, yeah, lost his temper a little bit, and instead he was just like kind of going with the flow or yeah. like trying to learn from Belle or Belle was trying to show him how to be more comfortable. Yeah. So anyway. Uh, but, yeah. Um, so then you learn that he's getting ready for a, a dance essentially, or at least a nice dinner with her. Oh yeah. And, <laughs> and he's getting ready to tell her how he feels. Like he feels like, okay, I finally am in a place where, you know, I feel like she's, obviously not so scared of me and in a better place and i've been in this place for a minute and you know i like about this disney movie is that it's not overnight yeah they spend some time yeah they have to break the ice he has to learn how to become more human on the inside again it's it's, yeah it's really it's just nice (laughs) yeah and uh so he's getting ready and this again as you mean it's been 10 years since he's had to put on any kind of show had to dress up or anything yeah <laughs> so he's getting ready and i've always loved it they do this really crazy oh overdone hairdo at first and the Louis Harris, trying to be nice he's trying to be nice he looks so so and he says it stupid <laughs> <laughs> and so they change and obviously much more appropriate um but this is of course where she enters in the famous oh this is the iconic scene dress I wanted my- to dress like that forever. I got yes. the closest I got was my freshman year formal, and it, it was, was a more of a creamy yellow. But again, it was the it's the only time I've ever almost lived out my bell dress fantasy. Yeah. I almost got to live out my bell dress fantasy my senior year for prom. It was between a yellow dress and a white dress, and at the time, who I was with didn't like yellow unless it was in nature. Yeah. So. It was a canary yellow. I mean, it would have worked. It was beautiful. It was a natural yellow. It was beautiful. And at the time, I had a tan because mom. Uh, no, that wasn't. I just, I had a tan from it being warm. I mean, you're thinking prom. I was going to say, you're thinking prom, so you're thinking April weather, maybe even early May weather. May. So. So I just, uh, it looked so good. But, you know. It yeah. is what it is. Yep. But that is my favorite that is my favorite scene. I know it's the iconic scene. I know it's probably almost everybody's favorite scene. Yeah. But come on, it's not just like them falling in love. It is his suit, her dress, the chandelier, the whole ballroom. Yeah. Them dancing. Yeah. And you mentioned that is all hand yeah. drawn. Each second yeah. is hand drawn in that. It is beautiful. Yeah. And that's where uh tell Tales old as time, yes. Which and, is- I, and I was going to point out um, if if you've never seen the movie or if it's been a really long time, just it, if you take nothing else out of that scene, just look at the artwork because it's incredible. So um, beautiful. And you know, so they're the, the you know song fades out, and they're mm-hmm. finally sitting down, and he is. He's like, "How do you? Are you okay here? Do you like it here?" And she does. Yes, you know there is that. I do. But, but she does miss her father, you know, and, and it's very evident that she does. And he reveals his mirror to her and yeah. he's like, you know, you can use this and you could at least see him. 
And this is where you learn, though, that he he's somewhere in the forest because he was out looking for her and he's most likely sick. And she's, of course, worried that he's going to die out there. And this is where we learn, as far as the audience, that he has finally learn to love oh yeah because he, he lets, lets her, her go. go and not just <gasps> go and save his father and you have to come back because you're still in prison no, like no. he lets you her go leave. you're free and he he gives her the mirror to remember him by and she does she goes to go save her father and it's this you know as she's leaving there's just that heartbreaking howl he yeah. does as oh she's leaving yeah. and then you know everybody cogsworth and lumiere like oh my gosh that went so well and this has to be and i let her go I let her- why would you do that and mrs potts he's finally learned to like Love. he she's telling the guys because they're two men <laughs> exactly I'm they sorry. are two men <laughs> <laughs> Um, but it's like he's finally learned to love, and like what that under what that means is you can't trap people. No. God, no. You know you can't force it, and you can't trap people. And so she does find him though, and brings him back home, and you know. But as they come home, uh, Lefou has been staking out, trying to figure out when oh, he's going to come back. Right, yeah. Um, not really, I mean, they, again, they didn't believe that Belle had been kidnapped or anything. So, you know, not realizing that, oh, this is Belle obviously coming afterwards, just realizing, oh, they're both home now. So he's gone off to tell Gaston mm-hmm. because of their schemy little plan. Um, well, but, you know, her dad is like, how did you leave? How did you get away? I mean, you had to have escaped. And it's like, no, mm-hmm. he let me go. And he's really changed and he's far more caring and kind you know and this is also where you learn that um chip has stowed away oh my gosh what's crazy is when we rewatched this i completely forgot oh, about yeah. chip popping up so i was like oh my god and then yeah. everything started to like come back but i was like yeah. oh my god that's and it's so what? like it's, it's such like a kid because he's like why did why you, did you go do you not like, like us and it's like oh it killed me yeah because it's like no I came to pretty much save my father which I don't even think she says but it, I don't think she has a chance to say anything before go you're, yeah but that's when yeah the asylum director shows up and yeah. is coming for Maurice and Bella's like what the hell are you talking about like my father's not crazy right and you know everybody talks about how he came into the the pub or whatever that was supposed to be and um was talking about the beast and stuff and she's like yeah he's not crazy yeah you know but before that she does she does try to get gaston because even though she doesn't like him i think she feels that gaston knows he's not crazy Mm -hmm. and this is where of course gaston tries his you can marry me yeah like that's the that's the deal here. You marry me, or he goes to the asylum. And again, she, no, no. Well, I know he's not crazy because she has a way to show them the beast. And again, he he's in pain. She, she's just left him, and he loves her. So when she does show, 
he's not exactly this calm, sitting down, you know, by the fire, maybe having a cup of tea with Mrs. Potts. I mean, he's... <laughs> Could you imagine him in, like, a silk robe as the beast sitting down having a cup of tea by the fire? It's like, yeah, this is no, where we are in life. He's in pain, and he is. He's howling and kind of howling. Showing his teeth, and yeah. And uh, so, of course, everybody is, is scared. And, and but she's trying to explain. No, no, he's really kind and really gentle. And guess on. He wouldn't hurt anybody. So I just mean like again, you guys haven't known about him for ten years. Yeah. And yet he somehow turns the whole town into he's going to come after us and your children and your children again. He's never shown interest to leave that tower. Nope. He's been up there for ten years. Yep. You guys didn't even know about him. Yeah. But. He's going to come after the whole town. And of course, because it's Gaston. I don't know where... why, but he's like the town leader. Like, yeah. everybody's just like, oh, well, Gaston said it, so and, it must be true. Like, and this is literally the song of Kill the Beast, which is just like, what? It's crazy. Yeah, it's really crazy because, I mean, and they get into to, it. Before they do really take off, they throw them into their cellar so that they can't warn him. Yeah. Um. But, you know, they they're marching and they're singing their song and they think maybe uh, as they get closer to the castle that maybe Belle is coming back and then they learn oh no that's like a whole town after us these invaders yeah so they're getting ready for that and as they're obviously getting ready for that Chip has found Maurice's invention which is to cut up wood easier yeah like hands free essentially which, again, for the 1700s would have been a crazy invention to actually have. But also awesome. Yeah. Um, so that's how he gets them out, because he... Yeah. <laughs> he, cho- um, he, he chops them out, basically, yeah. by Maurice's own invention. So, you know, so the invaders get into the castle. Gaston, of course, is hunting the beast. That's that's his goal, to get to the beast. Mm-hmm. And the castle, it's a really funny montage of what's going on and stuff, but it isn't really the... the pieces that were once people they this is still their home this yes. is still their castle so they fight for that and yeah. they uh, seriously and literally like scare the people enough that they take off like yeah. okay, never mind like gaston's on his own like <laughs> you were so worried about the bees but these other people these other these things, things. <laughs> no i'm out so <laughs> forks and knives coming at you <laughs> and like i said chip of course um gets them out of the cellar so of course bella's on her way mm-hmm. trying to get there and warn the beast um but gaston finds the beast and beast just doesn't i mean he's so heartbroken and again he's learned to love and he knows he did the right thing, but he's so heartbroken that she's gone, and she, and the feeling and the thinking is she'll never come back. Yeah. Again, because I, I think, even though it's not voiced, I think there's still that, how could she love a beast? You know, it, it, you know, I think for him, there was this, yes, go save your father, but if you go, you'll never come back, because you probably don't love me, you know? Yeah. And, um, again, I know that's never really spoken, but I think that's his feeling you know mm-hmm. yeah and um right there with his sister <laughs> so like i said he just he doesn't really care fine take me down i you right, know right because i'm gonna be either i'm gonna be like this forever or i can or i can die yeah but luckily sorry to get morbid there but that's yeah that's what but I, luckily bell does show up and then she truly calls out for him and he realizes Oh, she's back. And so this is when he does start to fight back. And, you know. Because he has something to fight for. <laughs> exactly. And he does. He has a chance. I mean, he kind of 
plays Captain oh, Mouse yeah. with Gaston mm-hmm. and does essentially outsmart Gaston and gets him. And he has a chance to be a beast. Yeah. He's literally holding Gaston out over a ledge. And, I mean, he can literally just drop him. I mean... And they're on the top of the castle. Yeah. Like, they are high up. So yeah. that, that fall would most likely kill Gaston. So... But he, I think there's that realization, and again, as you said, kind of that more human side of realizing, I'm not going to be the beast beast. you want me to be. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm not going to turn on you the way you want to turn on me. Mm. So he does bring him back, and he's like, just get out. Go away. Go away. And this is where he's trying to get to Belle, though, now that he feels like, okay, my castle's safe. I'm safe. Belle is here. And sadly, this is when... Gaston comes and stabs him. I think somewhere like along the side, kind of in the back. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is where Definitely Gaston makes his mistake. Again, it's raining. Oh, yeah. And he goes to try to, obviously, sadly, stab him again, and he slips, and this is where he falls to his own demise. His own demise. I'm- like, the beast actually didn't do it. You didn't you do it did yourself. yourself. Um, but this is where Bell, of course, brings him back and, you know, you know, like, no, everything's going to be okay. This is going to be okay. You're going to be fine. And you can tell that, no, it's really not going to be okay. And the beast really, you know, at least he got to see her one more time. And I like movie magic, and I, I mean movie magic because it happens in all kinds of movies, but in, in definitely Disney magic, I always do wonder if these scenes where they're, where you think maybe they've already died, if it is that time where people typically actually do lose consciousness mm. and so there's just enough time sorry just enough time to tell him that no don't leave me i love you and mm. if it's just that enough of that gray area of alive but almost dead yes. that she does save him yes I and so that. yeah so the spell is broken and he, you know, yes, everything transforms. And it's beautiful. The, the gargoyles the, turn the, into cherubs. Yes. The, the gray that's always been there, the, the rain that was there, the sun breaks out. There's such a happier look on the castle. And Mrs. Potts and Chip are so cute. Yeah. Mrs. Potts is the cutest little cartoon. I just want to, yeah, I just want to uh, so, pinch your cheeks. <laughs> but, but yeah, transformation, yeah, transformation and then yeah she gets oh, yeah and it's so funny to me though because i mean this is he just transformed in front of you but she's almost a little hesitant like is this who i've been getting to know at the very right. least for you know and that's never explained how long that's but true. over time you know a week a month maybe even a couple months and she's a little unsure, but then those eyes. Those eyes. She sees those eyes, and it's like, that's him. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah, another they constant just, in the movie, is yeah. his eyes. And yeah, they just, they have, you know, of course, the Disney magic and the kiss, and, you know, and at the very end. And it's really, I love it at the very end, though, because it's not, it's, it's not perceived as a wedding. No, no, not at all. isn't she back in her yellow dress again? I think so. So, so it's not like oh and now we we have a marriage right away you know no 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 I think it was just a celebration yeah I think a celebration of the castle and it, the spell being lifted and everybody and, getting to to love Be- I think everybody fell in love with Belle too like yeah. Cogsworth oh Lumiere. yeah I think everybody <laughs> fell in love with Belle yeah, Cogsworth and Lumiere and then, their final 
And then I really, I, I do hope in my heart of hearts that Maurice and Philippe got to move into. <laughs> I don't know. I believe really that because Maurice is definitely in the last scene. Yeah. And, um, and I love it because, uh, Chip is the one who asks, are they going to live happily ever after? And Mrs. Pot, of course, is yes, you yeah. know. And so, I mean, that's, again, I don't think it's a marriage scene, but no. it's definitely that feeling of this is going to be their happy ever after. And, um, yeah. I just, I love it. The artwork in it is amazing. The very last piece of artwork. If you've not seen it, oh. is I mean the very last piece of again artwork is just again understanding that that was hand drawn is just incredible. Yeah, just incredible. Um, but the, again, I, I stated why it was my favorite from the beginning and and how it ends and stuff. And again, yes, okay, she ends up with the prince, but again, she wasn't in search of that. Mm-mm. And I think a lot of people. I think a lot of people who do fall in love, it's because they aren't just searching for it. It has to be found. I so think. here's my fate question. Do you believe in fate? I, I. <laughs> and then do you think that it was at least something in the universe had to have sent oh, Maurice that way? Yeah. I, and I do wonder, I, 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 I see. Yes. We, cause we or did the en- 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 enchantress like looking from up above, like, he hasn't had a chance to prove Ooh, exactly. he can love someone. Like, do I send somebody in there? Like, yeah. I mean, you know, you're going Again, speculation, years. but in my heart of hearts, it's like, was it fate that, like, yeah. he's running out of time. Everybody knows he has it in him. Yeah. I, do I give him a chance? I got to give him a chance because he hasn't yeah. had a chance. But was it fair? Was it the intentions? And I, I've, I've also often wondered that as well. That would have um, been really cool other like the the final art piece being the final you know outlook but like right before that it would have been cool to see the enchantress outside the castle yeah as the enchantress and maybe like have a smile on her face or like yeah. okay i but knew I, yeah but i don't i yeah I, I don't know if it was fate or like you said or if the enchantress was like you know what kind of set this up for him to not really have a good chance let me let me do yeah. something. Yeah, like <laughs> let me let me figure out. D- everybody appears out of nowhere, and yeah. like you, like everybody in the movie talks about. Nobody has known about this castle. Come to the castle, known about the beast. Ten years. Yeah, and the first time the beast is talked about, everybody thinks this guy is crazy. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Logically, they, for me, I'm like something yeah. had to have been in the works that are not yeah. human. Yeah. Because that just and again Disney magic I under I'm not dumb I understand Disney magic but for me there's got to be a deeper reason <laughs> right I am a very kind of deep always looking for the answer person so for me there's got to be like okay fate had to or like we both might have agreed on the enchantress looking over him and just okay, I set this up, but now he really doesn't have a chance. And yeah. uh, you know, I, I, I would hate to believe that her whole point was to just have him as a to have to be the beast. And like you can't tell him there's a way for you to not be this way, and then but we not allow him yeah. to have that way. So I again, I I don't know, I don't know who is fate. I don't know if it was the enchantress again kind of going, well, wait a second, I <laughs> I didn't set this up as well as I should have. Um, but I just, again, I, I love this movie and I do love the live action, um, like we have stated before. So I am going to go a little more into our snacks. As I said a few times throughout this, that, um, Beauty and the Beast was set in the 1700s France. 
Um, so I looked up, of course, foods available back then. Um, there was bread. More likely that, you know, like the small little town would have had more wheat breads and stuff. Because um, they just weren't, I don't think flour was as available. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love French baguettes and... It, it is a French bread. Yes. So and we cheated. And then uh, <laughs> cheeses were available. And I know they mentioned cheese in my the Provincial Life song. Okay. Um, I could not get to what cheeses were truly available, though. Mm, okay. um, but I, I looked at, obviously, French cheese. I knew Brie was, and I, we oh, adore love Brie. Brie. It's, it's just so, so good. good. Um, it's one of those cheeses, though, as a kid. You're like, what the hell is that? Well, because that? It, and, you know, a lot of people serve it warm, and, mm-hmm. and it's, it's, it, it is then slightly a different texture than your cheese. It's like a cheese. spread. It's like a cheese spread, almost, which yeah. I really like. Like, that is uh, <laughs> genius. Um, and I know I said Munster, and trust me, my whole life, I'm almost 35. I thought it was a German cheese as well, and when I read about Munster, a lot of people assume it is a German cheese. But it, it is, is not. It's a French cheese. I feel like moon, moon, it's got the moon in there, so like it, it makes, either way would have made sense for me. Yeah. But, uh, and again, it's a nice, milder cheese. It went really well with a baguette. Um, and so we did that. And then chocolate would have been more for the royalty. Um, but who's going to go wrong with chocolate? And I know we've done chocolate a lot, but. You know, we and we tried to look for French chocolate. Um, it would have most likely had it been sent to us, and you we know, didn't have the time or the money, guys. It was yeah. like fifty dollars, which I'm sure it would have been probably the best chocolates of our life. But, but time and money did not. Um, uh, yeah, so we did. Do we that. did enjoy chocolate though with it as well. And again, it, mm-hmm. it still would have been something that, especially again, the royalty would have been able to have in that time. So. Um, but those were our snacks. Very much, of course, enjoy them. Um, if you've not had Brie or Moonster, they're, they're very mild cheeses. Again, if you warm the Brie, it does become more of a spread, which yeah, is, is it's nice. It's better that way. And, um, that way. and, and like I said, Moonster it is. It's just nice, soft, mild cheese. Mm-hmm. Um, I love doing it with turkey. Like, yes. turkey and Moonsters oh, are yeah. one of my favorite sandwiches. And, um, I mean, or a good chicken breast sandwich. Is so those were really nice snacks to have with it. So if you're going to sit down and watch the movie, those are perfect snacks. And like I said, then to have finish it with a little bit of chocolate that you love. Oh yeah. Or if you're oh, able so to good. find French chocolate somewhere, by mm-hmm. all means. But yes. Um, you know, as usual, we we typically enjoy our snacks very much. Yeah. So. Yeah, we haven't and had a we we yet. are we are realizing though a lot of different breads, a lot of but that, and that is the thing, different breads though, different yeah, we're trying to keep it somewhat different. But we so, are venturing out I would say next for next, next movie. week. Or not next week. Speaking. Literally, we're going <laughs> to... Like I said, we are trying to we're bang doing these back out. Backs, so um, we're going to probably wrap this up and record either tomorrow or, or Monday. Or Monday. And then we're going to have another one out probably, probably by Friday to by really Friday finish, up, to finish June. up June. So just keep a lookout. This keep is, a listen. Yes, please. <laughs> um, this has been a two-parter, which I think was fun because we both got to do our favorites. Yeah. It's fun doing our, our favorites and realizing like how similar our <laughs> characters were. Like we yeah, talked about that for a good while before we started the episode because we knew we'd get into a complete tangent about that. But it, it was interesting to do the yeah. comparisons yeah. and like, oh, that's why we like these princesses. And that's why mom was okay with us be, having these yeah. be our favorites. Yeah. 
I mean, and she, I, I, I don't think she would have been like, no, you can't watch Cinderella. And, you know, I, I watched, think- and I remember as far as the older princesses, Cinderella, for some reason, when I was growing up, was very much big yeah you know i nothing against sleeping beauty i know it's a shorter that movie that was one of my favorites when i was but i younger. i, I didn't I scream to me the same way snow white and the seven doors again it didn't scream to me the yeah, same way same. Yeah. i feel like you know some of the more classic princess you know them finding their prince cinderella and little mermaid were probably my two that really stuck to me as far as them finding their prince and looking yeah, for the prince right so and again there's nothing wrong with that being obviously disney and there's nothing wrong with little girls wanting that yeah no i think you know as you get older you kind of learn you're not always going to find that especially on your first try right but again for us i think that's just why both Belle and jasmine there is that front you know, that breath of fresh air of oh you're trying to be almost self-sufficient women who, again, if you find it great, but you don't feel like you have to have it. Right. <laughs> so, um, but also, yeah. Also, you will always have an entanglement to this movie. This really is your favorite movie. Oh, yeah. Um, so, we, we were briefly going to go into something. I was like, let's, let's get back to the movie. Um, so, my husband and I have. We've been married for 13 years. Um, been oh. together going on 18 years as of September. Holy shit. <laughs> Woo! Good for you guys. And um, we've wanted to do a together tattoo for quite some time. Yes. And we, we Beauty and the Beast, like I said, it's, it's my favorite for sure. And it's one of his favorites. I think there's like, he kind of has like three favorites out there. You know, Beauty yeah. and the Beast being one of them. Yeah. Um, and so we, I mean, we've, we've thought about it. We've looked at others. And of course, the her, be- or her Beast and his Beauty and the Beast like, that's not that's really not us. You guys. Yeah. And I mean, the one thing that we both really come to is the rose and it's like but we both don't want the rose at the same time I was like okay yeah that's matching um and then my husband especially within the last week or so was you know we we, we get along great and then we have plenty of things that we like the same thing of and then there are definite things that like that's your thing and that's my thing and I think mm-hmm. that's a lot of relationships that work that's why because you can have your own things and I can have my own things yes. and and yes. so that feeling of that yin and yang that yeah. we feed off of each other but we also complement each other and so that's what we did and um we found a good way to incorporate the rose and um when it's all held up maybe i'll take pictures of it and you yeah, guys can yeah. see it it's, it's still, still healing covered, so but it's beautiful it's still healing because we just did it on monday for our anniversary but uh yeah like i said maybe we'll get some pictures out on that instagram for you just so what we're talking it's about really cool but yeah it was a great way to incorporate us and again that yin and yang factor but then also just that little bit to touch with the roses in it of our 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 favorite movie together yeah um which leads me to we will be doing my husband's like i said he kind of has like these top three so we're gonna do um my husband's other favorite movie another of his favorite movies um and again that should come out to you very very soon yeah so um but we're really excited to be back we're really excited to be doing it again and we are really We've found some new ways to be able to stay a little more connected and be able to do this much more consistently. Yeah. So we are really coming out to you guys again. And um, we hope- sorry this has been. I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. But just keep in mind that it has been a learning learning curve, and it's gonna be a learning curve. I don't know yeah. if we'll ever get this down. <laughs> I don't. I yeah. don't know if anybody ever gets it down perfect. I don't think anything is perfect. Yeah. Um. But hopefully we're getting over the big yeah, hurdles big and hurdles. the big 
learning lessons and the big lessons and the big like, okay, don't do that again. Like, <laughs> I think we're getting those big hurdles. I think we're getting finally over and yes, consistency and okay, I don't care what's happening. Honestly, with the kids through this time, I yeah. sit with me and watch the movie. Right. Independent play. Hopefully I can get her down for a nap. Yeah. Um, and you but, think, especially this month, you would have thought Disney, doing Disney movies would have been, yeah, no. They haven't had a care. They haven't had a care. They want to go off and do their own thing. They, at times, are She had an loud. interest in Beauty and the Beast for the, the tale as old as time. Yeah. That was, is like, she came in, she's like, oh, pretty, 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 and she liked the song, and then she was yeah. off playing. Yeah. So. And even my daughter, I mean, she's nine, and you'd think, you know, kind of, again, starting to understand the movies a little better. Yeah. And stuff, you'd think, no, she's about 20 minutes, and she's like, okay, where, where's something else? It's like, yeah. So, again, I think, <laughs> Again, you know, kids and oh, Disney, that'll be easy. No, no, it has not easy. So, <laughs> no, because she wants to keep watching Frozen 2 or The Little Mermaid or Bluey. Bluey is huge in our house. Also, I agree with that guy on TikTok. Bluey is not just a kid's cartoon, yeah. it's a cartoon that kids love. Yeah. But it is not just a kid's cartoon. Yeah. I have spent my own time watching Bluey. I have decompressed. Yeah. By watching Bluey. Yeah. I have felt like a crap mom and then watched Bluey and been like, oh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. It's, ugh, it's so good. But the tangent, that, sorry. Yeah, tangent. <laughs> I, my ADHD is really bad today. I'm going to just wrap it up. Um, email us at snacksnugglesandcinema at gmail.com, mm-hmm. uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, snacksnugglescinema. Dot com. Twitter is a underscore after each word. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is there anything else? I don't think so. I think I think we've covered it. And again, we will very, very, very soon come back to you with, uh, again, my husband's favorite. And I think he might actually get to join us on this one. So get to hear yes. a new voice as well. That'll be so. That'll be fun. Hopefully we won't all like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just talk over each other and like ignore each other hopefully yeah but i think it'll come together but yeah I, that'll be fun either so. the fun thing funny thing about your husband is either he's a man of few words or he doesn't show up. Yeah. i love him to death i yeah, do no, he's a great brother-in-law but okay all right find us thank you for listening we, we appreciate you guys so so much and we are gonna get back on this schedule we promise mm-hmm. um thank you for listening this yeah, has been snacks snuggles and cinema, cinema.